Are you listening to us right now because you clicked subscribe and hit that notification to listen to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast? You should do the same for your friends so they can listen to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast, which is starting right now. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. With me today, I have Keone. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. Oh, my goodness. After my uh, purchasing of the Twitters for $45 billion, you don't have to worry about any check marks. But you should, because I'll be the only one with a check mark, and that's at Daydreamer Keone. So follow me there. The only check mark in the land. And Robot Ryan is here. What's up, Headband Rocco is done. It is Robot Rocco for now on. You know the Twitter R O K K O. Daydreamer. And if you guys wouldn't mind, go ahead and follow, subscribe, like, whatever it's called, wherever you are listening to this right now, and tell your friends, because we're helping people win uh, fantasy championships over here. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some news. All right. Packers wide receiver Romeo Dubs was carted to the locker room with an ankle injury. It's looked like it's a high ankle sprain, which is usually a four to six week injury. I mean, Packers not looking good, so this doesn't help. No, yeah, they, yeah, their entire team looks bad. So if you need to get rid of Alan Lazard, you know, that's I, I'll be your guy. I'll take that off your hands. Uh, uh, Packers wide receiver Christian Watson also left early after taking a shot to the chest. Uh, you know, was out last week with a concussion. Now he leaves the game early. I don't think you need to be rostering him. Mm-mm. No, you should have already dropped him. Uh, running back Aaron Jones left with an ankle injury after the third quarter. Uh, x-rays came back negative. He's day-to-day. Uh, he's hoping to play this coming week. Yeah, they're just all... Banged up if you're and, the Owen Aaron Jones manager, what are you trading for to get AJ Dillon? Because an ankle sprain is, you know, oh, it might be day to day, and then sooner or later you end up like Jonathan Taylor. Honestly, for a few weeks. honestly, not that much <laughs> because this <laughs> offense is not that good. I mean, there's very few times that Aaron Jones is even good, and I think Aaron Jones is better than AJ Dillon. So. Mm. Honestly, not that much. Jaguars tight end Evan Ingram is dealing with a back injury. A streaming option that uh, maybe you look somewhere else. Yeah, did not did not work out. Oh yeah, this, uh, the robots are speaking. The robots say, are. 
And they say he was not a great pick up for uh, streaming this past week, but and maybe not in the future. So, all right, stick <laughs> with me through. Stick with me on this one, Panthers. They started quarterback Baker Mayfield in the second half of their game, and that blowout between them and the Bengals. Uh, then on Monday they activated quarterback Sam Darnold from the IR. Okay. Then okay. later Monday they announced PJ Walker Walker will start on Thursday at quarterback for the Panthers. Ugh. Oh my gosh! Just all that all that hubbub for nothing. Yeah. Just a whole lot of fans of show. It's just all slight sleight of hand illusion. Yeah. Bills quarterback Josh Allen sustained an elbow injury in their loss. This is this is huge for fantasy because mm. if he misses some practices, some some practice time, you still got to roll him out. If he's out there on Sunday, you play him, right? Yeah, well, they, did, like, they were saying that this was a UCL, or whatever, and he had one of those. And he missed four weeks with that UCL sprain. But man, this is you're right. This is scary. Dang. I should I shouldn't have gotten rid of PJ Walker in Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> and then the big news, the Colts have fired head coach Frank Reich. Oh no. Darn. Yeah. It's all right. It's, we we're our new coach. The new coach is gonna bring him to the promised land. You just wait. We're coming back. It's gonna be the biggest comeback in NFL history. Who's their new coach, Keone? Oh, it's former center ring of honor inductee Jeff Saturday. And, how and also best. Oh, I'm just also best friend of Peyton Manning. So uh, where has he been a head coach at? Do you know? Um, you know, the uh, high school. <laughs> just at the high school level. OK, good job, Colts. Uh, uh, hey, you got to make big brain moves. It's you think outside the box. Mm-hmm. He's he's a very smart man, so we'll, we'll yeah. see how it goes. That'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our week nine awards. So this first award is going to go to a player with an underrated performance. They didn't have an have MVP numbers on the week, but their performance shouldn't go unnoticed. This is the Mr. Lunch Pail Award. So for my Mr. Lunch Pail Award, I got Joshua Palmer. Uh, You know, six teams on by this week, quite a bit. It's kind of hard to find replacement options. One option is, one option this week was Chargers wide receiver Joshua Palmer. Now, if you recall, Mike Williams was out. Keenan Allen didn't play yet again, per <laughs> usual now, I guess. Um, so you could have really been needing receiver help. Uh, and Palmer fit right into that wide receiver one role for Justin Herbert and the Chargers. It looked good. Caught eight balls on 10 targets for 106 yards. Finished as a wide receiver 11 on the week. Just really came through for you in a spot start where if you put your faith in him, yeah, I turned up uh, all aces. Mm. 
Indeed. Uh, I, I wrote about him in the, uh, the article, the starts and sits article last week, and it worked out. Um, but a guy... Victory lap real quick. <laughs> yeah, no, just a little bit. Um, but my my uh, pick for Mr. Lunchpail... Mr. Consistent is back, baby! This man, TJ Hawkinson, came into the Vikings organization from the trade deadline and in less than a week to prepare in a whole new offense versus an opponent who has been stifling defenses or tight ends this season. Hawkinson said, hold my mead, my ale, whatever they drink, the Vikings did, whatever they did, Regardless, skull all the way. I'm going to go off and prove all the haters wrong, including this fellow right here, me, Daydreamer Keone, who said you shouldn't start him. Oh, boy, was I wrong. He caught nine of his, all nine of his targets for a 100% catch completion rate. And 70 yards for a 16-point day in full PPR leagues. Uh, he finishes the tight end five. You know, if he had gotten a touchdown, he would have been tied for second at the at the position there for the week um, going into Monday night. But all he was, yeah, missing a touchdown, but not a lot from the Vikings this past week. But TJ Hawkins did great. He looked great. Um, I'm looking forward to him playing with the Vikings, you know, regardless of if I, I don't think I have him on any team in fantasy, but I just, you, you know, you love to see great like players do thrive in in the league and um he's a lock and load guy i think for your fantasy team from this point on yeah it really fits into that viking uh that viking uniform with all his hair and his beard yes. and everything yes. yeah looks the good northman yeah okay uh zacherts is going to be my lunch pail guy uh another Good performance. I mean, it's really he's been tied in three in PPR full PPR leagues throughout the year. Gets five receptions, four yards, and a touchdown, making him uh, tight end five and half PPR this week. Consistent. Is he going to get a hundred yards? Probably not. Is he ever going to run fast? Probably not. He's going to get you targets, get you receptions, and get you a touchdown. Absolutely. All right, Joshua Palmer, TJ Hawkinson, and Zach Ertz, you guys are this week's Mr. Lunchpail Award winners. All right, this next award is a player who underperformed so badly they must have gotten their talent stolen. This is the Space Jam Award. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. All right. I don't know what's wrong with Matthew Stafford, but Something is wrong. Maybe it's the O-line. Maybe he's still still dealing with the elbow injury from this offseason. Either way, he completed 13 passes, his lowest since 2013 in a single game. Only completed 48% of his passes for 165 yards. Finished as a QB 23. He's only finished inside the top 12 quarterbacks once this season in week two. And it's not like he's hovering right around quarterback 12. His next highest finish is quarterback 17. This offense just does not seem right other than Cooper Cup, of course. 
playing another team that's been down as of late in the Bucks and still couldn't get anything going. Uh, coming off a of Super Bowl, I just it just seems like someone has zapped this team, and especially Matthew Stafford, and just snatched all their talent. Yeah, like they 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 literally did like go all in, you know, for that, that Super Bowl, and they got it great. But now it's just like, oh, ready for round two? No, no, I am not. Just no way. Um, maybe next year. I don't know. Probably not. Um, my Space Jammed Award recipient or nominee, whatever, is DJ Moore. Uh, he's coming off two great weeks in finishing as the top 10 um, wide receiver in both of those. But this week, <laughs> him against a, the just the worst situation possible. Um, the Panther became the prey. Uh, only two catches on six, uh, six targets for 24 yards, less than five fantasy points, and a wide receiver 49 finish. This team got obliterated by the still technically reigning AFC champs of last year, um, but he did not look good, or, and PJ Walker did not look good either, which didn't help more. Um, so he just more did awful. Just all the talent that came, you know, after that penalty, just sucked it out of him. Like with so much garbage time too. The, like literally mm. a whole. St- half of garbage time for the Panthers where they had to be throwing DJ Moore still. Nope. Nah. Uh, my, I mean, I don't want to say this because I bet on him earlier, but my Space Jam player goes to Tyler Higby for going zero for zero. I mean, sorry, he had a target, but zero, 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 scored zero fantasy points, played 79% of snaps. Like you said, this random offense sucks. If your name's not, not names, not Cooper Cup, Higby sucks. Like the one does zero point zero zero zero. Yeah, agreed. I'm glad I traded him away. Matthew Stafford, DJ Moore, and Tyler Higby. You guys are this week's Space Jam Award winners. And our last award for the day. If you could go back in time and switch a player from your starting lineup onto your bench, who would it be? This is the Freaky Friday Award. Sometimes I really wish I could be somebody else. Yeah. Jacoby Myers. Like I talked about with Josh Palmer in the Mr. Lunchpail Award, there were six teams on by, so it's hard to find replacements. So who do I start? Jacoby Myers, who's been decent this season. You know, he's averaging 12.9 fantasy points a game, almost six receptions, 5.8, 7.5 targets, and 69 nice. yards nice. a game coming into the week. Well, he got five passes on six targets for 42 yards, which I know that, that's all right. You know, it's, it's some points, but wait, he fumbled, lost the fumble. So he ended with 4.9 fantasy points, was the wide receiver 37 on the day. It wasn't a terrible finish on the list of wide receivers, but 4.9 points, that's just not enough. I thought I could count on a baseline from Jacoby Myers around 10 points, you know, is all I was hoping for. And I couldn't even get that. So I wish I could have 
went back in time and switched him out of my lineup. Yeah, switch switch him for their defense. Put New England defense at the wide receiver position. <laughs> um, my Freaky Friday player who I wish was on my bench this week was David Montgomery. Ugh. He did not do much of anything versus a Miami run defense that has been relatively, you know, porous and been able to score on them. And they did, um, except it was their quarterback, Justin Fields, who did all the rushing on this uh, on this Miami team. Um, And he got a decent like David Montgomery got a decent amount of, of, of touches. He had 14 on the ground and one through the air but a total of 44 yards and no touchdown. That's not what we like to see. He had just over five fantasy points and finishes the RB 35 on the week. Um, And the thing is I could have switched him out for Michael Carter, who ended up being having a good day against an improbably good day against a bills defense, but he finishes the RB nine. So yeah. Rough. Hmm. Well, I'm going to make fun of myself here. I went big bang, big, big, bang, big brain theory here. And I went Bazinga. with the Panthers. <laughs> I thought, I thought <laughs> the Panthers defense is going to be able to stop the run and get after the pass, uh, Joe Burrow, because they have a good pass rush. Well, none of that happened. They got shooted on. They got negative two points. And I just should have played any defense <laughs> other than that. So. Joe Mixon happened. Yeah. Like, oof. That, so Jacoby you know, Myers that worked out. Yeah. Jacoby Myers, David Montgomery, and the entire Panthers defense, you guys are this week's Freaky Friday award winners. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the week nine awards. Let's get into some waiver wire. So who is someone 45% or less rostered you guys are adding this week? You guys want to say it all together, the first name? Okay. Jeff yes. Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> There's the delay that we have. All right. I have no idea if I said it faster earlier. I think I, pr- I, think, I think I purposely didn't say it on time. <laughs> I'm sorry, bud. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, go ahead. Oh, you just—I mean, basically, Ted, or I think he like outsnapped Jeff Wilson or uh, Raheem Mostert, was like forty-seven to forty, forty-nine, or something like that. Mm. Well, this is good his offense. I just think that—I mean, it's the easy pickup. I already picked him up, but it's the easiest pickup of the week. Yeah, forty-four point nine percent rostered. Only had nine nine carries. 51 yards, caught the ball three times. I mean, to do that coming right into uh, a week, you know, I know he, he's been in this system before, so that definitely helps him. And uh, mm. McDaniels has seen him before, so uh, that helps. But, hey, I'll, I'll take it. I think he's most of its lowest snap count since like week one or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 a tough snap percentage. If- yeah, that's, that's that's a tough break if 
if you just kind of started to get going and then they bring in somebody and it's like, oh, yeah, um, you're going to be the RB2 again. Um, yeah, because it was 49 to 47% um, with Jeff Wilson getting 49 um, and they used him in the past game, which we know is dynamic with the Samoan slingshot at quarterback called that early and bef- before the season started. Um, but, you know, yeah, a, a OK amount of touches, like JJ said, um, but he got a receiving touchdown um, and they face Cleveland. And then after the after the bye, it's Houston san francisco so maybe a homecoming kind of thing but don't expect you know too much there maybe um and then the chargers as and then green bay in week 16 so those are i think good matchups again besides san francisco um you know this offense likes to press on the gas and that can lead to a lot of touches potentially a lot of air work for him and potentially garbage time rushes if they're ahead so, Jeff Wilson, that's why he's all our collective number one for this week. Number one. He was number one. All right, who else do you guys have on your waiver wire? I got Kate Auden. Uh, I think he's like 5% rostered. Bucks tied in. I mean, I know I think Mark Andrews is on by next week. If you need a tight end, he gets targets well, three straight games, uh, five or more, five or more in last or uh, in um, five catches this week, sixty plus yards, two out of three last weeks, and he got a touchdown. He could have had a touchdown last week, but it was a false start going against Seattle, who Zach Ertz just had five for eight for a forty touchdown. Their bad defense versus tight ends. I think it's a possibility. Like I said, the Bucks get rolling. Tom Brady throw touchdowns to K. Dodden. Uh, I will stick with the tight end. Kate Auden, yeah, you're good. Um, I will stick with the tight end and go Cole Komet, who's 27% rostered. Uh, He has three touchdowns over the past two weeks. But I think more importantly for this, Justin Fields has finally, like, found his groove. And that coaching staff has stopped trying to get in his way. They're just letting him play the way he needs to play. Granted, it's a style of play that might, you know, affect how long he plays in the NFL. But for the time being, it's doing it's looking great. Um, You know, Cole Komet doesn't get a lot of yards and I would say is technically touchdown dependent. But you're hoping that he might be like a Tanyan, like a rubber Tanyan a few years ago and end up with a big stretch of games where he finds the end zone. Um, They face the Lions, Atlanta then the Jets um, and then Green Bay. So three out of four of those are pretty good matchups for this offense. Even if and if you want to say the Jets are not a great like or a bad defense, then I will not push you on that. So um, I think the next the next few weeks, there's opportunities for him to uh, get you some decent fantasy points um, at the tight end position. All right. I'm not going to go with the tight end, uh, unlike you guys. I'm going to go with uh, Miko Hardman, 36.1% rostered wide receiver from the Kansas City Chiefs, because why not? He's got Patrick Mahomes throwing to him. He scored three receiving touchdowns in the last three weeks. 
they played the Jaguars, which, you know, not the easiest, but not not the best, you know. And then they played the Chargers and the Rams. So some some winnable games there for the Chiefs. Um, Michael Hardman, the last two weeks, has been a top 10 wide receiver. Uh, not getting a ton of targets. This last week, he finally saw nine targets, caught six for 79 yards. He's, like I said, scored that receiving touchdown. Um I just think that if you're going to roster the other wide receivers there who are all over 50% rostered, including Kadarius Tony at 52.2% rostered, you should probably just roster me Cole Hardman because this offense is going to use... MBS that roster? MBS is 51.6, yeah. Holy shit, man. Cole Hardman is rostered there. So Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, who else? You guys got one more for uh, me? I'm going to go the, the opposite Chiefs running back you guys got. I'm going to go uh, Isaiah Pashenko. I just think he's a, I think he's a good talent. I know he only got six touches, but he seemed like the lead runner, like running back. They just couldn't run the ball because the Titans run defense was good. Maybe if there is a game where they don't like throw the ball 60-something times, he gets more involved. I mean... His backfield would be so much better if there was just two backs instead of three. So give me a chance on one of the three backs. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Ryan kind of alluded to it. Me and Keone are saying pick up Clyde Edwards Alaire. (laughs) (laughs) Psych. Psych. (laughs) Drop that man. All right, Keone, go ahead. Who are we actually talking about? It's Jarek McKinnon. 10.7% 10.7% rostered. He had 62% of the snap count in this game, which was way more than Pacheco's 22% or and Clyde's measly 17%. <laughs> um, he was targeted eight times and caught six of them for 40 yards, which is where the majority of his points came. Um, he ran for a few, but, you know, they, nobody on this, none of this backfield had many, you know, did well in the backfield in particular, at least in the ground. Um, But if he's going to get used in the passing game, you know, who knows with this offense um, that's good for PPR, especially in a thin position, like um, running back, especially later in the season, Um, they face Jacksonville and then the chargers um, at the end, their season starting in week 15 with Houston, then Seattle, Denver might be a little difficult. And then week 18 versus Las Vegas. So those are some good, uh, championship fantasy championship matchups there. Yeah, I got. Is, What's up? Sorry, you see, I I think that's where I think we differ. I think those matchups are good for Pashenko and not good for McKinnon because I think they're going to kill those except for the Broncos. I don't think I don't think they're going to have to pass as much. I think the okay. game that they're going to have to pass a lot. McKinnon's the guy you guys want. I just want I just want to point that out. No, it's a, uh, that's a, that's a no, good it, it, that is very fair, and I really don't mind if you pick up either of these guys. Uh, it's not a super long list on the waiver wire this week of guys to go get, so I don't, I don't really mind. Uh, the Chiefs can't really run the ball, though, so even if mm-hmm. they are in a, a situation to run the ball, they still like to pass it. They like to do little jump-offs or jet sweeps, jet motions stuff. Um so I just slightly lean Jarek McKinnon here, who is getting he, – he's on the field more, so on a good offense. So uh, I'll go – yeah, Jarek McKinnon. So is there anyone over 45% rostered that you guys would be adding first? 
Justin Fields. I think it's 47%, 47.1. Like you said, he, they finally got out of his way. He's running the ball. He had 178 rushing yards last week. Absolutely Justin Fields of dreams. Just, just <laughs> nothing but green pastures in front of yeah. him. Yeah. If you told, if I told you he's in rush like that, not like obviously over 178 yards. Where were you? Like, would you have him over Kyler Murray or oh, Joe oh. Burrow or Tom Brady? Like, yeah. where's the line for you? Like, where do you decide you're going to put him? Yeah. He's not going. He's not going to have three passing touchdowns every week. But I mean, his rushing. We've now seen it for multiple weeks in a row. This yeah. is what early Jalen Hurts and early Lamar Jackson were. Mm-hmm. I probably put him right around Kyler Murray. Probably- yeah, I th- I think. Going into the season, if I knew this was the case, I might have put him ahead of Kyler Murray. And I think still I probably would. So, um, yeah, I would put him slightly ahead of Kyler Murray, but I don't think you can put him much uh, ahead of anybody else because at that point you have Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, and then, you know, the Mahomes, Allen. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe Justin Herbert. Um, But yeah. So right around QB six or seven. Yeah, I think that's where I would have him too. We also had like Trey Lance coming into it, which who we thought was going to be a, a huge mm. run there. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on you know where he slid in. So um, we're gonna go with my guy. We're gonna go to the Shire and we're gonna go on an adventure. <laughs> it's it's Rondell Moore, sixty five point nine percent rostered. Marquise Brown is going to be out for at least a few more weeks. Um, and Rondell Moore has had pretty has two has had two pretty good weeks as of late, finishing as the wide receiver seven and sixteen, respectively. Um, he can fill in as a flex option, and he has seen uh, eight targets and then ten targets the past two weeks, plus some groundwork in week eight. Um, they face a really, I think a Rams defense that doesn't look all that great. And then the chargers um, after San Francisco. So two out of those three, I think are um, good before the buy. Uh, so yeah, the it's, it's Hobbit time taking the hobbits to, to fantasy town to Hobbit to fantasy guard. I don't really have anyone who's over 45% rostered, but I do have a question about Deshaun Watson. Only 21% rostered right now, not back until week 13. What are you guys' thoughts on when you should, or if you ever should, add oh, Deshaun Watson? Well, I mean, if you did. did. Yeah. <laughs> if you have, if That's you just have my no, opinion. Three weeks? Yeah. If you have no moral qualms about it, um, then I think you we said you already should have. You know, get him before other people, you know, need him. That was in the live stream that we talked about that. Yeah. Twitch.com slash daydreamer media. So we're we're a week ahead, but I just wanted to bring it up here on the podcast as well because mm-hmm. if you got mm-hmm. room for him, again, he plays Houston his first week back. That's a forty burger, even if he doesn't do anything for the rest of the season. <laughs> you know? He's Man. he's going in in that first game. And only twenty one percent roster right now, so you can he's still definitely out there. All right, so who are you dropping? With Ryan, uh, alluded, Ryan alluded to mine, MVS. Why is this guy rostered? <laughs> one target, yeah. one reception, 12 yards. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. How is Mecole Hardeman not you know, above that 50 range where everybody else is? You know? 
Um, I'm going to go as, as, as great as this guy's story is. Um, and so it kind of is like, how do you, how can you drop this guy? But it's Brian Robinson. <laughs> um, they aren't doing much on the ground. Um, he faced their next matchup is against the Eagles. Um, I, I will say his next, his two matchups after that are Houston and Atlanta. So if you want to like, maybe trade him to catch a little something, but otherwise I don't know if there's much left for him to do besides be kind of a bench filler for the time being, unless he shows that he, you know, but that offense is not doing great on the ground. Um, so as unfortunate as it, it pains me, like Brian Robinson, great story, but I need to make some space. Every time we talk about the commanders, I just want a slow build of pass me a Heineke just coming in. Yeah, and just yeah. slowly like get louder and louder until it's just like a chant. Yes. Well, you don't want them to pass you one this week because they're going to be awful. Uh, I'm going to go Robert Eagles, Woods. In case you guys were wondering. <laughs> On Monday night, Did though. Eagles Monday night. Monday night. In Philadelphia, that crowd's gonna be crazy, bro. Heineke ain't never been in something like that before. Um, Robert Woods dropping him fifty eight percent rostered. He has he had one zero for um, zero for zero for zero point zero 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 zero. But he did have two targets, and that has matched his last two weeks of getting two targets. So um, the entire team, also, not a single, not a single wide receivers. receiver got a reception. On, on the Titans. Yeah, I was bringing back Ryan Tannehill. Man, this is great PR for Ryan Tannehill. Did, did he have over shit? What is it? Sixteen attempts, wasn't it? Right for Malik Willis. Five, five completions. God, count them on a single I hand. Think there was like something like this was the largest differential mm-hmm. from like completions from two different quarterbacks or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sixty-eight Crazy. to sixteen. The thing is that. <laughs> crazy alright mm. right, that'll do it for the podcast thank you guys so much for listening again if you wouldn't mind go ahead and like subscribe follow whatever it's called on wherever you are listening to this head over to our website fantasydaydreamers.com we got articles coming out weekly so go ahead and go give those a click go read through them uh, find out who you should be starting who you should be sitting who you should be starting in DFS um, and waiver wires will article will be up today so uh, go check that out instagram twitter tiktok at ff daydreamers and head over to our twitch twitch.com slash daydreamer media come hang out with us on monday and wednesday nights it's a lot of fun in in those uh, live streams so come hang out that'll do it for the podcast thank you guys for listening stay dreaming stay dreaming